Hi, I'm Allie. And I'm Andre. And this is the Love is Blind Blind Podcast. Podcast. We did it. We didn't even rehearse it, y'all. We are here to talk about season six, episode eight, Clinging, Clinging to Love. And the description is... Cohabitation brings sweet surprises and intense challenges for the couples, while romantic interests from the past create problems in the present. And what an episode this is. Romantic interests from the past. Are they just referring to the pod? I'm thinking Jessica, Jessica? is the reference here. It's an interesting and way. And also of... Sarah Ann, right? Oh, right. Yeah. I forgot. But still, it's an interesting way of uh, describing that. Because it's not, it's not from, from the past, it seems to imply from much longer ago, and it was 12 from days. From the distant past. It was two weeks earlier. <laughs> yeah. That was then, this is now. Yes. Okay. All right, we've moved on. Yes. Um, if you like this podcast, please do remember to subscribe to us, follow us, give us, give us five, five star stars. ratings. Get, write us another... a review. Yeah, write us a review on Apple Podcasts. We've gotten a couple of really nice uh yeah. shout outs on apple podcasts and oh, gosh i wish i had the names with me we'll we'll shout them out on the next episode uh, yeah. because they made us feel real good and also thank you for the suggestion of changing our bio you know what we did we we did update our bio because yeah. we are open to feedback yes we love feedback yes and we also want to hear what you think if you think if you agree with us on our takes on these couples or not you know it's like one of the things I love about this show is it just, everyone has their own perspective. Mm-hmm. So I'm really curious what yours is. Yeah. yeah. All right. All right. Let's jump into this episode. Okay. So we, we begin with the Netflix logo. We, <laughs> spoiler. <laughs> begin with the Netflix logo. This one is about them all moving from that. I guess corporate housing that they have them stay in to see each other's places and see each other's lives. I will say I thought everybody had a pretty nice place. Yeah. Sometimes you go in this epi- this episode in every love is blind in season. In the structure. Yes. Yeah. Sometimes it's <laughs> there's some grim grim spots. <laughs> Not this time. Everyone had a really cute spot. I wonder if everybody has learned from previous yeah. seasons and have been, you know what? Maybe I should clean before I head out. <laughs> right. Maybe I should clean or throw some things away. Uh, except for Clay, who's never seen the show, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So we start with Jimmy going over to Chelsea's place and meeting her roommate. Tiffany. Tiffany, who is beyond stoked for yeah. Chelsea. Yeah. Yeah. And Jimmy thinks she's a bit extra. Yeah, and is immediately saying, I can't live with her. Yeah, uh, and, couldn't do it. And her little dog, which honestly, I didn't even notice the dog until just now. But I thought, I personally thought, I see what Jimmy's saying. I thought it was really cute Yeah, that Tiffany was so excited for her friend. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um. Meanwhile, back at Jimmy's house, he has a studio that Chelsea's falling in love with, really likes the location. They're talking about moving in there. Um, yeah. He has a TV in his closet uh-huh. and a washing and washer and dryer. The and TV's the only- on the ground, but that's just a thing I noticed. 
I didn't even notice that. <laughs> but yeah, Chelsea. We seems... see through you, Jimmy. <laughs> With your TV on the ground. But yeah, Chelsea's really into his place and is uh-huh. wanting to move in here. And they seem to be getting along. Um, what I wondered is like, why aren't they just moving to another place? Why does it? Why do they have to move into one of their pre-existing spots? I, I'm sure there's. It, it's it's genuinely doubt. They are not moving into a new pl- uh, place because there is doubt. Like I'm going to marry you, but I'm not sure about signing a lease. Like I'm not sure I'm going to marry you. Oh, I think the moving in only takes place after the weddings, though, because I think they're in that corporate housing until then. Well, I mean, they're not. I, mean, I have no idea. I have no idea. They haven't. I mean, they haven't been to the altar, you know. Yeah, but I think they just go see each other's places, and then I they go see back what you're to the saying. corporate house. I see what you're saying. You think yeah. that the rest of the episode takes place at the corporate house? I do think that. Yeah. And that's yeah. actually a fair point because spoiler at one uh, towards the end, Jimmy says he's going home. Yes. Okay. Yeah. You're right. You're totally right. You're you're always right. You got it. <laughs> always right. I didn't even catch that TV on the ground. You didn't catch that. That was TV a clutch on move, Andre. Yeah. Uh, um, but then we move over to Clay D. He. Clay has got his stuff together. Yeah, he has a really nice yeah, place. Yeah, he got owns his, it apparently. Yeah, he has a vision board. Yeah, he has a vision board. He was uh, a all American. Mm-hmm. Totally. He has, a, he has a tiny plastic golf club on his bed. Uh huh. Um, I'm digging '80s outfit here, um, and I also like his welcoming energy. He's like, mm-hmm. I want you to feel comfortable here. He seems to sincerely be smitten with her. Yeah. Yeah. They seem to be really into each other. And I think she's also very, like, she's incredibly impressed by, first of all, his neatness, but also his, the fact that he's an All-American, which I'm wondering whether she Uh knew about that because she seems surprised surprised by it. She also really likes his wardrobe, which, yeah, it looks pretty fantastic. Yeah. Yeah. I I would get some of those t-shirts. Props. So yeah, I look. She's impressed. I'm impressed. There, it's a really nice. It's place. impressive. It is impressive. And she is pretty much okay with like, yeah, totally. I'll move in here. I don't. <laughs> <laughs> I like her comment that it needs a woman's touch, and she's happy it doesn't have a woman's touch. <laughs> right. That actually reminds me of a comment you once made to me about my place. Oh, okay, <laughs> well, moving moving right along. <laughs> We have Jeremy showing his place to Laura. He has an extensive home gym. It looks like he is a fitness professional. Mm. Is what I I don't remember what he actually does, but it seems like he had at least at least had a fitness business. There was a the little thing you landed on that said total nutrition. Yeah, Jeremy. yeah, yeah. Um, but and yeah. his place is spick and span. His place yeah. looks like it's ready for a showing. It is very neat and he has a little cute note from his mom um kind of welcoming the two of them back which is really cute Mm -hmm. yeah his mom is like very pro them that's really yeah awesome i think he maybe has my silverware when i saw that i was like oh scene yeah (laughs) i feel you Mm -hmm. i feel you target i feel you recent target right right (laughs) and i love that silverware you yeah. know that I think that may be my favorite part of Jeremy. 
Your favorite part I of mean, Jeremy is his gold silver. It wear. helps that everything else I don't care for that much. Mm, <laughs> but right. that gold silverware really stands out. Um Yeah, he he says he has a minimalist house. I agree. There could be more artwork on the walls, but you know what? I it's fine. Um yeah. and I think even Laura's like, I don't know if I'm this clean. <laughs> yeah. I mean, even to the point where he's moving his food forward in his uh, fridge. Yeah. And then we have the really cute scene with the CPAP. Yeah. I thought that was adorable. Adorable uh, scene. Real cute. Um, yeah. They look. Uh, they seem to be getting along. Weirdly enough, a couple that I did not think was going to be that strong is seeming stronger. Seeming. Seeming okay i still don't get great vibes but sure something, no, no no but definitely stronger right something yeah better than they were yes yeah exactly um meanwhile over Me- at kenneth's place mm. things are sparse mm-hmm. it's not a bad place it's just he's definitely living that bachelor life you know yeah Empty fridge, solo cups. Solo and, cups and yeah. oddly apple cider vinegar, which right, I was like, okay, right. next to like the Twinkies. All right. Yeah. You know, we got to aspire. Yeah. And also kind of an expectation that I noticed almost right away of like, he's she's ex- going to cook. She's going to yeah, cook. I didn't like that. I think that even came up in the corporate housing last yes. time is that yes. he was like, okay, I'm ready for you to cook for me now. Yeah. But I, I look silly me. I took that as a joke. I didn't realize that. I think he was he, dead serious. Yes. Yeah. yeah. I, I'm now realizing he is dead serious because he repeats it. And, yes. Or she repeats it and he's very much, yes, that's what the expectation is. Yeah. Kenneth, as we are finding out, is uh, maybe the worst. <laughs> oh, man. I, I know. I, I didn't yeah. expect it. I didn't. We, ex- none of us saw that coming. He seems so sweet. Yeah. Yeah. The way he's disconnected into a phone constantly really reminds me yeah it almost reminds me of the the parody of a teenager yes who is disconnected and half listening yeah mom whatever yeah that's cool and and his attitude too is very similar to that he's kind of just like i don't Uh know he seems unengaged yeah you know and it's it's really it's really sad it is sad it's i I obviously feel sad for Brittany because she's trying to come to terms with this complete 180 in this person and hoping, I think, it's just a fluke or a phase or something. And she makes a sincere effort here to reconnect with him and say, like, hey, you know, what's what's happening? Yeah. Um, She could be a little bit more direct in that. But... I understand that she's trying to be like kind of playful right now, but his response is like just totally doesn't get it. And I don't know. It just makes me wonder about him, right? Like Mm. it makes me think he's a dude that has trouble connecting with people IRL and maybe has, I don't know, maybe was bullied or something. I don't know. But yeah, I don't know. Hadn't, a lot of escaping into the phone. And when she's offering this real connection, it's it's not even like it's too much for him. It's like, I don't even think he 
knows what she's talking about. Mm-hmm. You know, like, yeah. What do you think? I mean, he's using what seemed to me like a lot of excuses and kind of like he's, he's being, despite the fact that he's kind of trying to be really calm about it all, he is kind of being defensive about everything, uh-huh. right? His he's body just, language is defended. And, yeah. and he's kind of saying, uh, hey, I'm just trying to be like normal here. I'm just trying to be like how we're going to be moving forward. And uh, I'm totally fine. So if you have a problem, that's kind of your problem a little bit. That's kind yeah. of the message he's, he's delivering. Uh-huh. And one like of the things, things are different, duh. Yeah. Yeah. One of the things that it made me wonder though is, you know, we've seen him just be in his phone, right? And I do wonder whether some of that is him communicating with friends and family about his relationship and maybe getting a whole lot of resistance. Maybe mm. because maybe. of the fact that it's an experiment, maybe it's the fact that he is you know, a principal and people being like, you know, how are people going to see this? Like the fact that you went into this like experiment and came out with somebody that you're about to marry like maybe people are mentioning the fact that she's white and maybe that in itself has made him pull away yeah and he's and he's now like almost finding excuses to well not i don't know if he's actively yeah like like unintentionally uh unintentionally sabotaging the relationship kind of making it fall and making it seem as though well ultimately if she's not like if she's not super into this, then whatever. I guess yeah. that's that's the way it's going to fail. I hadn't considered that. I, that could very well be. Um, I hadn't considered what the content was mm-hmm. on the phone. I I just took it as dudes addicted to his phone. <laughs> totally. And if if it is indeed that he got some, you know, negative feedback or something or some challenges from people in his life. I would hope that he would bring it up with her. The fact, either way, yeah, he ain't being cool. No, definitely not. Yeah, but I guess in your take, he's slightly less not cool. And look, I am certainly not trying to excuse how he's behaving because it's still mean and cruel. Yes, to to yeah. Brittany, and it, it's so I, bewildering for her. I am just. Uh, I I think what I'm trying to figure out is how he could have gone from yeah. acting the way he was to acting the way he is and and I, whether yeah. it's more than just a phone or, or whether he whether he's in, encountering other things ultimately his behavior is the same yeah, right agree regardless of the cause of the behavior the behavior is still there and it's still hurtful to Brittany, and it's something that he doesn't seem to be taking accountability mm-hmm. for i guess i i absolutely could see that being the case my my take when i saw it is that like I said, he just doesn't even get connection. Right. Totally. You know, like if he lives in his whole life via his phone, it's like he doesn't realize what he's missing, you know? Right. Right. But listeners, what do you think? Leave us a comment. Yeah, definitely let us know. Yeah. Um, next scene we have is Chelsea back with her friends. Looks like they're all hanging out at the corporate housing. Yeah. And Chelsea brings up to her friends, you know, things are going well, but he hasn't been as affectionate with me today. And I know Mm -hmm. yesterday he saw a picture of Jessica. Right. And I think these two could be connected. Right. Yeah. And her friends are supporting her. 
Um, yeah. Yeah. As, as friends would. Yeah. I mean, the the story that she tells kind yeah. of t- is a little bit of a roller coaster because she does begin by saying he's like number one, he's perfect, et cetera, yeah. and then kind of starts to mention Trevor and... And says that and she would like, have totally gone for Trevor. Yeah. yeah. And that she loved Trevor mm-hmm. and that... Uh, yeah, it, it it's interesting how much of this kind of like then goes from he's great to this isn't great. Yeah. Chelsea's got some pretty significant stuff we're finding out, you know? Yeah. Yeah. She's got some attachment wounding here. <laughs> yes. Um. Uh, it, it, that seems to be. Yeah. And it just keeps coming out. It will obviously come out even more later in this episode but in that way that sometimes people who have their own wounding can oddly be very like perceptive and a student supportive of others mm-hmm. i see that a lot with her so i can see how she'd be like a very good friend because the thing is she fully believes her truth right and so if you're a friend and you're listening to her you're going to believe her too because she believes herself so fully. It's like, mm. it's like Zeneb, you know, um, from season three. But when we, as the viewer see what appears to be going on, it's like, Oh, her truth is through a very warped lens. And that is a hard situation for her because her friends aren't going to be able to offer her feedback like, hey, I don't think this is true because they're only ever hearing her side and her side is believable because she believes it. Right. You know? Yeah, definitely. So then we transition over to Jimmy meeting her friends. And yeah, how do you think this goes? I thought it went really well. Um, I I mean, he's he's a likable guy in situations like this by and large. And, uh, you know, they're talking about moving into his place and, uh, I don't know how sustainable it is even in the description of it that she's going to go to a coffee girl, uh, uh, to a coffee girl, to a coffee shop every time he has a meeting. Um, but, you know, I don't know, I guess at this point, how much of this they, they think is actually going yeah. to move forward, you know? Well, she's also a flight attendant, so presumably she's going to be gone a lot, too. That's a good point that I hadn't thought about. Yeah, but, I mean, it's everything's going well. Jimmy is growing on me, I got to be honest. Mm-hmm. I was sort of whatever about him. I didn't. I don't think I ever disliked him. <laughs> Watch, we're going to like replay an early episode, and I'm like, I hated him, Jimmy. Yeah. But I don't think I ever disliked him. I just thought he was sort of like just a dude and I, I still think he can be oblivious but he seems yeah. nicer yeah than than anything else you know and he seems to really want it to work with chelsea yeah yeah we also get the sort of funny moment of uh the the megan fox <laughs> Yes. It take it takes them a couple of guesses to say <laughs> who she's trying to fish for. Right. They're like Carrie Underwood. They're like, no, 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 the other one, the other one. Yeah. Um. Oh, which is a a really interesting tack to take because she's trying to prove to him that she didn't lie. 
I guess, is her point here in saying that other people have said that I look like Megan Fox. And I think you and I have both said at various she points. Does. She kind of yeah. does. She she in certain uh, angles for sure, uh-huh. for sure. Absolutely. Um but it's just clearly so sensitive for her is how she looks all the time. Yes, exactly. Yeah. As we will see even more as this episode progresses. Right. In the meantime, we go over to Johnny seeing Amy's place and yeah. She's a crystals girl, and he's kind of hating on that. But I think mm-hmm. trying, trying to not look like such a jerk <laughs> when yeah. he, when she's like, "Those these are important to me," and he's like, "Oh, it's fine, it's fine." Yeah, the fact, first uh, of all, the fact that he hasn't dated uh, anybody who has had any sort of interest in crystals. I'm not saying that that's hugely. <laughs> I know prevalent, it's like everybody I know, but uh, the fact that he hasn't dated anybody who has had any sort of interest in that, and also nobody who has not been on birth control. Yeah, we're getting a type here. Exactly. Yeah, that's what I was gonna say. He has a type. Um, but. Yeah, it's uh, we even beyond the sort of slight cringiness of that moment, we we kind of then get into money. Yes, where he kind of takes this very active stance of uh, I want to live as frugally as possible. He wants to fire, yeah, um, and yeah, retire early, which I get. Uh, having toyed with that journey myself, um. And it's a very common thing. She doesn't seem to actually hate that. I think the big disagreement comes with how that impacts kids. And when you say fire, it's... Financial independence, retire early. There we go. Yeah. I knew. I I remembered the RE and that's about it. Yeah. (laughs) There's... Oh, man. I could start a separate podcast on that. I was real... Listeners, I was really into it for a while. Um, Mm -hmm. And I guess still... Sort of am, but <laughs> not doing it so well. Um, but she's she's basically making the point of like, okay, I'm with you on we don't want kids right now. But, you know, if it happens, are you going to have a kid, mm-hmm. right? And he's right. like, no, I don't want that at all. Yeah. And it does seem like they might use condoms because they do talk about protection well they are will he's willing to use condoms but remember they have not yet had sex right yeah so it is something that is he's so afraid of having a kid that to him even the small chance of that that you know condoms present of having a kid is too much for him Mm -hmm. um and yeah this is a i mean what do you think his being uh, so specifically strict about this to the point where he is willing to kind of like risk this relationship just made me kind of realize like, okay, so your goals right now like are, are completely surpassing any interest in this relationship ultimately. Like ultimately he what he's saying is kind of if you get pregnant, I don't like that's not something I want. Yeah. Um that's not something I want to be involved with. Which be- is something every woman wants to hear. <laughs> I know. He has his own plan for how he wants to live his life. 
and that almost seems to not involve her yeah. in, in, a, in that sense, you know? And she also kind of pushes back against that because not only is she pointing out that she wants to live life, she wants to enjoy the moment, she wants to enjoy the resources that she has, but also she would be open to having a kid because she has been in, uh, like, she, she has already considered mm-hmm. raising a kid while being a little bit more financially constrained. Mm-hmm. His perspective, which he points out, is that he's grown up like that, especially with a lot of siblings, and he doesn't want that yeah. for his kids. Yeah. I, I somehow think that it has less to do with that idea, and it's more just about him. Mm-hmm. He has a specific idea for how he wants his life to go, and it doesn't involve having a kid right now. Mm-hmm. You know? Mm-hmm. Yeah, he's defensive in a way that I think lets us know that, and stubborn in a way that is like, oh, we're pushing up against something here. And it could be what you're yeah. saying, like his own past, not wanting a kid to go through that. Um, I just feel like there's a lot of maleness happening in this conversation, you yes. know? Yes, Like yes, absolutely. The, the expectation that she's going to be on birth control and the not serious discussion of a vasectomy. And it's like, mm-hmm. well, if you are so hell-bent about not having kids. Maybe you should take this step and not put it all on me. But yeah, I also have to acknowledge, like, he is like a southern white dude, you know? And, like, I can't I fault him for having those points of view? No, I'm sure it's what he's grown up with, yeah. right? It's like... It's his values they're not all, that are coming out. You yeah. know? Um, crystal loving therapists. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> but I do, I do, I understand why he would feel how he feels. There's a lot of fear speaking, and I understand why she's like, I. At the end of the day, it's like I think for him, he's seeing it as being about kids, and for her, she's seeing it about being about kids, but. Also, like, are you going to support me through mm-hmm. t- tough times? You know, like, what if I got sick and that was really expensive? Or what if there's the million unpredictable things in life? Mm. Are you going to bail because that's not the plan you had? So I think that's right. a thing that underlies the conversation for her mm-hmm. and... I think it has a little bit of a different significance for her. Definitely. Because of that. A hundred percent. All right. Are we ready for this? Yeah. The the... Kenneth Brittany conversation. Yeah. The first of two. Oh boy. Really intense moments in this episode. Oh boy. After a pretty neutral episode seven. Yeah. Love is blind is is back from the beyond (laughs) so in the worst of ways yeah yeah because i do again i ultimately want there to be love and i guess this is juicy content but i wish it were not happening yeah it it really bummed me out yeah and it particularly because it starts with britney trying to be in this like really like she's in every conversation that we've seen her she tries to start things in a very positive uh-huh. way being super smiley being kind of hey. even like hey like how about she, that I mean, she is 24 sure 
Yeah. But just like, the, you know, she's trying to address di- things that I think are difficult. Yes. And she's trying to kind of keep things positive and trying to kind of keep things cheerful and playful between them. And he he kind of half meets her there, but not really. I don't think he meets her there at all. I, I'm, okay. I'm, I'm, I'm watching now this just with him smiling for the first five or ten seconds of this. But you're right. He doesn't really meet her. He, he kind of pushes back immediately on uh, the fact that he woke her up when he got home really late. And she's pointing out that he hasn't really been home. Yeah. Um, and he just kind of goes on this d- defensive and is almost kind of putting the blame for it on her mm-hmm. to be like, hey, this is just this one night. You shouldn't expect this of me. Um, like, you shouldn't have this expectation that I'm going to be home every night. Um, and, but obviously, like, a bigger conversation arises out of this, which is that she feels that he doesn't seem to be that into her. He seems to be checked out. Uh-huh. He seems to be a lot more interested in every other part of his life than her. Um, and when she tells him that, he turns it on her. Yeah. And says, oh, I totally feel that. So if you don't feel that, that's your yeah, problem. Yeah, that crave, yeah. If, if you, you must not feel the crave, because I totally feel the crave, so if you don't feel it coming from me, that's, that's because you don't feel this crave. Right. And it's, you should be accountable for your action in it, yeah. which is sometimes you're busy with work. Yeah. And then kind of, again, turning it on, like, when I got back home at 1 a.m. At 1.30 in the morning, yeah. And I tried to, like, be cuddly with you and love up on you, you said no. So that's your problem. Right. And you're, you're telling me conflicting things. You're telling me that you want to be cuddled on, but then when I try to cuddle on you at one thirty in the morning when you have to be up at five, you don't want it. What gives? Yeah. Like give me a break, dude. Yeah. It <laughs> yeah. was it it was a it was a shocking like it shouldn't have been shocking. I a hundred percent shouldn't have been shocking because he has not been giving anything better than this yeah. since they've gotten back. But it was it was sad. Sad. That's what it was. It, it was just genuinely sad to see how, I mean, I will say cruel he is being. Yeah. And like dismissive of her, mm-hmm. dismissive of her concerns, mm-hmm. almost the, gaslighting her in the, in the sense of what she's feeling and saying, look, I'm giving you all the love. So if you don't feel that way, that's your problem. Right. And how quickly then, I mean, at the end of this conversation, how quickly he completely checks out. Totally shuts down and, all right, cool. I guess if this isn't cool with you, then I'm out of here and I don't hate you. Bye. And then the next thing we know, he's like on the phone with his friend. Yeah. Yeah. I even said earlier when we were talking, like it almost seemed like his friend was just on hold. Like he had almost told his friends, I might come over to your place later. Because he just kind of says, yeah, I'm on my way to yours. Yeah. Ugh. Ugh. Gross. Yeah. Kenneth, we liked you, and turns out you really suck. Um, I do wish she had just... She's being like... Again, she's 24, right? So I got to give her a lot of pass. But in a perfect world, 
this well, I guess in a perfect world, this would be happening. But if I could have her redo the conversation, it would just be to be more explicit about the behaviors. Like, mm. I'm not like making this up. Phone. Like, you have been on your phone 95% of the time that we've been here. You've been giving me one word answers. Is this who you are? Yeah. Right? Like, what you're showing me is life with you is life with you being on your phone is that accurate because if so i want to know you know and then i feel like that would be a more empowered position for her than this vague notion of crave and affection but it's like the girl's Mm -hmm. in a lot of pain yeah so i'm happy she's bringing something up at all um yeah i his reaction was was truly was truly awful to not only you know he's making such a big deal about you should be accountable for your role in it while completely not even attempting to look at okay this person that i said i love and want to marry and was thanking god for is now seemingly really hurt i'm going to completely think there's nothing that i could be contributing to this mm-hmm. like and what a 180 from the dude who wanted to do those check-ins every night before bed. Yeah, I Yeah. It's it is a wild transformation. I feel like there's more to the story here that we just don't know. And it could be what you said about maybe he's getting messages from friends and family being like, "What are you even doing?" Mhm. Um I think he could also just be a pretty shut down dude. And yeah. But yeah, we were Andre and I were talking about what do we think the reunion's going to be like with these two. Yeah, because I do wonder whether he'll see these images, the way it's been cut together, and get any sort of sense of guilt or remorse on his behavior. But, oh my God, even now, like as we're, as we're scrolling through the episode and watching it and seeing her kind of like crying because they've essentially just ended their engagement and he is sitting in front of her on his phone Uh just scrolling just like i don't care i'm not gonna feel this hurt i'm not gonna feel this hurt you want to leave me i'm leaving you first yeah yeah and i remember i do recall he has some like abandonment stuff from when he was very young so i'm sure this is where this comes from but it sucks and he you know again i see him I see him as a very suffering person yeah. and he's got some really tough coping mechanisms that are going to make it hard for him to, to find true connection with somebody. I, I think they're so ingrained. I think when we go to the reunion, he's just going to be doubled down in his yeah, position. Very possibly. I, I hope you're right. I really hope you're right that he sees this footage and says, Oh wow. Okay, there's really something for me to learn here, but I don't think that's going to happen. I think he's just going to be more defensive and it's just going to be a fight <laughs> at the reunion where he's yeah. like I came home one day and you know, I I checked in with you. I think he's just going to repeat it. Ugh. Yeah. I mean, the thing that I think we didn't see a whole lot of them in the pods, right? We, uh, I think we even commented that on an episode that we we saw very few of their interactions before they actually got engaged. Mm-hmm. And 
I think in some ways what I'm what I'm what I'm trying to do in some ways is I'm trying to give her I'm I'm giving her the benefit of the doubt in the sense that I I think that she saw something in him. Yeah. In those pods that you know in the brief glimpses that we saw, I thought he was a decent guy. And I guess I'm Yeah, I I I feel so sorry for her. I know. And the things that she's going through because clearly she had found somebody that she got along with very well. And and he is just not that person. <sighs> and they end up breaking up and they he dodged or we think she dodged a bullet, but Yeah. <sighs> it's still painful. It's still painful. Right. You know, Brittany, you're a great girl. You go out there and meet somebody who's not going to have a relationship with their phone. Yeah. yeah. Finally. <sighs> and then finally. We go oh, boy. To Jimmy and Chelsea. And this conversation yeah. is another wild roller coaster. It's repeat of what happened in the Dominican Mm -hmm. that same dynamic at least yeah Chelsea establishes a story yep in which she feels which she's wronged yeah by Jimmy very specifically yes and even that's basically there's a touch of could be but it's essentially a fabricated story yeah and that even as he is receptive and I mean I guess in some ways he's pushing back by saying like well I did kiss you twice and here uh-huh. i go kissing you again um she is she has a story that she's already telling herself that you, she keeps going back to yeah and she repeats it even like even when she seems to accept it for a second it's like right she then hits a reset he makes button. a little bit of headway and then it's back to that story yeah yeah, yeah. you know and we're <sighs> brought back to the, you know like jessica is coming up again and you know she's she's speaking out loud her anxieties to a certain extent but then there's th- this aspect the way she's kind of dealing with it which is to say that he's not showing her enough affection that he's not being loving enough yeah um and just not giving him anything yeah yeah and and, and he saying, feels so defeated i think yeah yeah 100% you could see him just kind of like sinking and like god i just can't win and he's right he can't yeah. Yeah, that story her her story is Hundo P what she's available to believe. And unlike in the Dominican where he ends up just apologizing even when I didn't think he really needed to, at least not to the degree he ne- he did. He doesn't do that here. And so the result is that he ends up leaving. Yeah. Yeah. Oh. Yeah, I if I were him, I'd be like, I, I this is twice now in pretty short order, and this is not someone I want to marry. I have a feeling they're gonna, I don't know, make up or something. By the way, I wouldn't be surprised if that's not the last we heard of Kenneth and Brittany. I wouldn't be surprised if we find out that they are reconciling. But hmm. anyway, I'll just put that out there. Yeah, it's possible. We'll see that in next episode. Yeah. Um, and, you know, at this point, it's it, Jimmy kind of says. Oh, yeah, you're clingy. Yeah. yeah. Um, 
when he's really obviously super cornered and trying to explain. Look, I'm not saying that's a great thing to uh, yeah, call for sure. anybody. Like, that's not. No. It's, it's not a particularly nice thing, especially he's seeing that she's active. I think he's, to your point, he's he he has been kind of just kind of sinking and he, he he's kind of pushing back a little bit mm-hmm. he's like a you know like a like really cornered like in a cage then someone's like poking a stick at him and he's eventually like what you know yeah and i the word choice was not ideal but the point i think he's trying to make is she's over here saying like i go out of my way to show you i love you all the time i do all this stuff i do xyz you know, you don't do anything. And I think he's trying to say, essentially, like, you, the amount, if that's what you expect, mm-hmm. that is, like, too high of an expectation. And, in fact, I wish you would take a step back a little bit. Yeah. 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 Um, Which would be a tough conversation to have, but... And I don't think she'd be available for that feedback at all. But it's like, as soon as he says that, then her story is even more done. And his, what do you think of his comment that she's the one that wanted sex? That is also, a, that's a difficult thing to hear because it, it, it makes it really seem like he was not into that. And that he's, that he feels to your point a little bit, like that he's just behaving in a way that he's, she's trying to keep her happy. Yeah. Right. Which in some ways I he's think is almost ex- exactly what she wants. Right. Mm. She wants him to do, you know, even when she goes out on the balcony, I a hundred percent expect that she expected him to follow her. Yes. And that yes. his next step of just kind of saying, you know what? I think I'm, I'm out. I'm, I'm, I'm going to go to my place. I it, think yeah. it is not what she expected was going to happen in that moment. It's like that fight in the Dominican where I was saying like her coping mechanism is to push and push and push and push in the hopes that people will fight harder for her and then therefore validate that they loved her all along. Right. It's, it's a way that people cope therapist in the audience y'all know what i'm thinking (laughs) um but it's not a healthy way and she's just deeply deeply insecure it's just not yeah and i hope she works on herself yeah because i see good things in her she Mm -hmm. obviously has a, a lot of friends she seems to be someone who can like listen and be funny and everything and yeah there's a lot a lot of good there she just got to work on herself yeah i'm happy that jimmy left yeah and i hope that he decides he can't marry this person even if it's like he doesn't hate her right yeah yeah i think marrying her would be a big mistake yeah especially if this i mean this Mm -hmm. dynamic you know not gonna get better yeah. yeah, you you said it the first time it happened in the Dominican Republic. Like this is going to happen again, and yeah, it really almost beat for beat. The exact pattern was repeated. Mm-hmm. Right. Mm-hmm. And then, as if the editors heard our call, <laughs> we find the re-entry of Jessica. Jessica. 
Right. She comes in, meet up with Laura. They're wearing almost identical tops, except yeah. for the color and the fact that Laura's has uh, horizontal bands at the bottom. <laughs> Look, I don't know <laughs> why I noticed. attention to detail is why you love the Love is Blind podcast. So there's a TV in the closet. Clay has, Clay has a, a, a COVID mask pinned on his wall. Yeah. Watch for that, folks. <laughs> <laughs> Things Andre notices. Uh, but yeah, so... We find out some interesting details about Jimmy's sort of online uh, contact with Jessica. Yeah. He might have sent a friend request, then immediately backed it up. Yeah. But in the meantime, she saw what he looks like. I think uh, we're assuming that he saw what she looks like yes. in that moment. Although she's saying that this happened early, early, right? Like pretty much when uh, they were. I don't know if I caught the timeline. I thought it was more recent. Okay, but yeah, it it is it is interesting to hear that he he added her as a friend. Uh huh, and then retracted it. Right. Yeah. I I might I might be feeling too soft for Jimmy right now. Um, <laughs> after what he's going through, so I might be giving him too hard of a pass for this one. But I understand that temptation, mm. you know. That in your moment, you're like, okay, and then, oh, what am I doing? Yeah. It wasn't a good move? No. I don't think it's cool. Yeah. But I I get it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. What do you think about Jessica's seeming acceptance of um, Jimmy still? Just kind of saying. Oh, st- well, we're obviously being set up for them to be getting back together. We might have a Zach Bliss Irina sitch. Totally. Yeah. I also like how Laura is always the one that people are opening up to. <laughs> I mean, uh, even I, Johnny. I was like, "Do you know each other?" Yeah, I mean, I was surprised by the scene in particular because I wondered. It it almost seemed like a thing where the producers told Laura, yes. "Hey, we can get you into a room with Jessica." This Wanna seems gossip? very staged. Yeah, yeah. This it seems like it's almost like we found out that Jimmy and Jessica got back together and they went back and shot this scene. Right. Yeah. Because of course, I mean, a hundred percent. This this can't possibly be just organic. Yeah. Like, oh, this or, just happened. Or also a bar. Yeah. I mean, I'm, do you think that if you were at a bar and the show Love Is Blind showed up and said we're going to film a scene behind you? Yeah. You'd be like, cool. Uh, can I get on that podcast? That's what I'd say. Mm. Anyway, yes, it seems like a yeah. very staged scenario. So it seems scenario. super staged. Laura also reveals that Sarah Ann texted Jeremy. Yeah, which is said, interesting. if you're interested, if things don't work out, don't forget about me. Which she's incredibly shocked by. Yeah. And I guess I'm not, I'm, I'm a little bit. in love and war, baby. I'm a little bit less shocked by that message. Mm-hmm. By her kind of being like, hey, look, some of the, sometimes this stuff doesn't work out. Sometimes love is blind things totally. just don't go the way you thought they were going to go. So just putting it out there, I'm still interested. So I get why Laura would be like, back, step off. Yeah, for totally. For sure. Totally. I don't think it's cool, but it's something that happens and. Yeah, like, I don't know. I, I don't want to give Sarah Ann a pass for that. I don't, I think okay. probably well, she shouldn't have done that. We're not yeah. giving her a pass. Yeah. Okay. 
And uh, I also thought it was interesting when Jessica points out that she's looked at all of Jimmy's exes and they all look like her. her yeah. What an interesting observation. Yep. She's done a, quite a bit of stalking uh, to find that out. <laughs> I like her engagement with the producers. Like, come on, y'all know. Yeah. <laughs> you guys know. I've looked at all of his exes. Yeah. But, uh, yeah. Wait, yeah, I think there's a lot of... I think the scene was staged so that future episodes now are set up and right. we're going to we're going to see the payoff of this scene in episodes to come. Yes. But yeah, overall thoughts on the episode? Some the 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 breakdown between Kenneth and Brittany, I I wasn't expecting it. I didn't see it coming. I thought there was going to be a small breakdown followed by some repair. Maybe, maybe I thought there was a chance that Kenneth was just going to be like, yeah, look, I, it was just, I just got back. I'm a principal. I have to take care of some things, but, uh, man, did this episode double down on no, he's checked out and in his phone. Yeah. Um, so that was, that was really hard to see, uh, for Britain. Like, you know, it was hard to see Brittany go through that, you know? Yeah. Yeah. But I guess, I don't know. What did you think? Yeah, I agree. I was I was surprised at how fast their relationship imploded. Um, not surprised by the Chelsea-Jimmy fight, although it is hard to watch. Yeah. Um, I guess kind of surprised that Laura and Jeremy are seeming like one of the stronger couples right now. Like, what? Yeah. I feel like that's going to change too. <laughs> so we'll find out. We'll find out in the next episode, maybe. Yeah. But if you liked us, please remember to subscribe. Subscribe. Hit that follow button. Give us five stars. Write a review on Apple Podcasts. Connect with us on Instagram at Love is Blind Podcast. Look for us on mm-hmm. Facebook, Love is Blind Podcast. And let us know what you think. Yeah. Yeah. And perhaps, uh, just just letting everybody know, perhaps some new cover art is coming soon for our podcast. Uh, could there be? Could there be? Perhaps. Possibly. Wow. Yeah. How exciting. Very exciting. All right, folks. We'll see you next time. Bye.